Welcome to TNT with Teresa Quinlan and Reese Thomas. We are friends from across the pond on a life evolution. We want to bring you topics that challenge your status quo, guests that help you think differently, and nuggets of wisdom that spark being. Being what? You. Authentic you. Welcome to episode 103. Wow. With myself and co host Teresa Quinlan. Hello, Reese. Hello, my friend. And Hi. today is an extra special episode. We have, oh, you know, 100 or so of these conversations in the past, and one or two of them stand out to us as being very memorable. But we kind of feel like there's more. We want to pull on those threads. We want to see a bit more of that truth, that soul, that heart. And no one better than our dear friend, Elise Craft. If you don't know her, check her out now. Um, she is part of our amazing <clears throat> alumni humans, no, alumni mastermind group, which we started about 18 months ago. She is an integral part of it. She always shows up. She always delivers. She always has some insight. She always inspires everyone, as you know, if you follow her content. Um, welcome to the show. A return to the show, our dear friend Elise Craft. Thank you so much. I love you both so much. You know that. Thank yes. you for having me back. Ringo. <laughs> okay. So in the show notes, we'll have all the professional biography for Elise. Um, but now I just want to take a moment to talk a bit more personal stuff to talk about how she came into our lives. A familiar story. It was LinkedIn. Um, she makes these amazing posts that you just have to stand up and, and take notice of and, and maybe respond to or get inspired by, as I said. So um, we we got in touch with her. It's probably, I think me and Lisa have been talking for, I don't know, over two years now, um, at least. And then she joined us on episode 30 with a, another friend of ours, Ray Hildebrand. Um, it was a, a experimental thing. We were trying with four people. It kind of works, but it kind of doesn't give us enough of that really good stuff that we want from uh, from from our guests. So here she is in her own right talking about her journey, her, um, I use the word pivot, some people don't like that, I think she's okay with that word, um, her, um, how her life has been changed through her practices, through her manifesting, through her magic, I prefer to call it. Um, <clears throat> so since then, since that original conversation, she, she brings, what is it that we love about her? Um, she always brings her heart. She always brings her experiences. She's completely honest. She tells you everything, um, the good and the bad. She's no stranger to vulnerability. And it's one of those secret things that allows everyone to be so connected to her, to work so proficiently with her, to get such great results when they do. So, you know, she's a wonderful person to, to check out, to follow, and yeah, maybe check out some of her courses as well. Uh, you won't be mistaken. So mistaken, you won't be disappointed <laughs> um, um, so there are so many things we could talk about but we've, we've kind of settled on the idea of manifesting this idea of how it interchanges with with mindset and how the two of them together can help you change your your practices your modalities your rituals and these are all things hopefully we'll, we'll hear a little bit about from from Elise so maybe maybe just start us off with how this became such of a pivotal or integral part of the work you do, the change that you have become, and how you, you know, impart that to your clients. Wow. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
You know, I, I mean, my life has changed so much over the last couple of years. And prior to the last couple of years, my life was like Groundhog Day life, decade. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I had a lot of hopes and dreams and aspirations that I thought about and uh, yet I didn't really act upon them. And I knew about manifesting and I, I just didn't really do anything about it. It was sort of like fleeting, you know, sort of like over there. And, and you know, for many people, it takes a wake up call. And I don't think that it's required, but it seems to be a trend that something shakes you up in your life. Now, I think that we all received a really big one and many people took that, the pandemic, as like, you know, and losing their job, losing a loved one, losing loss seems to be pain, seems to be a portal for something really big. And I've had lots of it. And, um, but I had had a lot of it prior and that wasn't enough. So I think we all have a different threshold of enough. And I, I got, I got to my enoughness mm -hmm. and I, I got to my, I got to my bottom and I'm really grateful because had I not, I probably would still be in a coma, um, live, looking very much awake looking you know, very much like going to my job and doing my thing and sitting on the couch and being 40 pounds heavier and just looking happy. And like, you would ask me, how are you doing? And I would say, good, what about you? And I, I, I was ish. Mm -hmm. Everything was ish, like good enough ish. I mean, it's okay. Right. Like you don't get it all. It's okay until I decided like, what if, what if it could be better? Like, what if, what if I got my shit together? Like, what if I really tried? Like, what if I, what if I really wrap my head around stuff now? Like, what if I got in the game? What have I got to lose? I mean, it's not really that great. I mean, if I'm really honest. So I started to really think about times when I really, noticed my life being better and remembering it was like a remembering and kind of coming back to myself and it didn't happen fast at first now I manifest fast but it took time and I got really curious and I had to get to know myself and I I I I, I actually kind of I like this human but I didn't really know myself. So I didn't have like a whole lot to share. So I just gossiped and chatted and talked about bullshit. And so, yeah, so it was, it's been an interesting couple of years and it's been very cool and sometimes very hard and sometimes very painful. And so I use humor and crying and laughter and connecting and we're so much more alike then we are different. We really are. How's that for a start? Fantastic. I love it so much because 
I mean, in essence, your invitation of, Hey, what if I just tried? I love that. What if I just tried? It seems like it's such an innocent question. And yet if we actually get clear on what that means, and I intentionally use the words get clear, because when I took your five day manifestation challenge, it was like the first thing we had to do, get clear, decide exactly what it is that you want. And it's a really broad invitation. Want where? Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere, everything. Be so damn specific that when you describe it, no one will need to ask you a question about what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know that getting clear is not an easy thing for people to do because of the shoulds, shouldn'ts. How do you manage catching that um, and removing it from your practices? That's such a great question. So if we, if we take a step back and we say, what is manifest? What is a manifest? A manifest is actually a document. So if we just take it in the literal, I'm very literal, almost to the point of like silly. So when somebody says something, I'm like, really? So if I were to say, let's get really clear, what do you want? You were in that class and I know what you want. And we just say, I'm not saying that it's gonna happen. I'm just saying, what do you want? Like, what do you really want? Let's write it down. Let's just write it down. For shits and giggles, let's just write it down. Let's play a game. Let's just have some fun here. We can naysay it until we're purple, but let's just write it down. Let's get clear. So if we were to receive a shipment on a ship and it was a manifest, there was a document and they were going to open up the box, they're going to check it off and it's going to match the manifest. So we need to be really clear. If you're at a car lot and they're pulling around your car, Reese, and you want the white BMW with the leather seats and the red steering wheel with the special wheels and they pull around the red car with the cloth seats, you're like, nope, that's not my car because you're clear, you're specific, it's detailed. That's how you manifest. What happens is, is that we're afraid that we're not gonna get it. I don't know. I don't think I can earn enough money for that car. I don't know, I really should probably go for like, I don't know, maybe like a Prius. I could probably, I don't know, I should, should, should. Well, what if you stretched beyond the limit? What if you just put it out there? What if you let yourself go bigger? You know, go bigger, go home, go bigger. What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that could happen? It's like you're already living in disappointment. So live. (laughs) Like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, we're already living scared. So live scared and do it anyway. We're already scared. So the shoulds, like take them with you. Okay. Take it with you. It's like we're trying to resolve all of the, okay, let me do this and let me do, okay, I'm going to do it in a second. Okay, let me do this. Okay, just bring all of your little issues with you. You don't have to get everything fixed first. Right. Bring it with you. Take your shoulds list with you. 
but take your dreams with you, make them bigger. Make them bigger. Just make them bigger. Okay, so when you were talking about earlier, you said how it's become more and more important part of your, your life, your practice. Um, and you, you, you alluded to something which I think a lot of people have a real issue with when you talk about manifesting was time. And you said that the more you do it, the time that it takes maybe to see the return or the result, whatever it is you're manifesting, um, through practice, through better technique, better affirmation, whatever it might be. And I feel that a lot of people who may be kind of thinking about it, they might think, oh, I don't know, this is really real. And they, they put time into it, which is a kind of real square box that really just dictates what everything is. So when they take something that's a little bit unusual and put it in something very boring and like time, it kind of dilutes it and it kind of makes it a little bit harder to realize, harder to, um, to really buy into. So I'm wondering for all of us listening, who have you know tried manifesting and maybe haven't seen the results mm -hmm. how do we get past that how do we how do we get over that time issue and, and how do we let go of that concept of oh, when is it going to happen so that's the big that's the hardest thing because time is like a made-up thing right like there was once upon a time when time wasn't a thing right and so it's like <laughs> i want to have 10k months and i want it now and i want to meet the man of my dreams and i want it now and it's like all these things and i want it now and it's like well that's nice and if you're not taking inspired action and, you know, people get annoyed by these like catchphrases, but like, it doesn't just magically fall out of the sky. So if you're not a match for the thing that you want, you're not getting it. Let me give you an example. Okay. I was in a 10 year relationship with somebody that I wanted to have a committed relationship with me, him. 10 years doing this dance, do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. Okay, well, here's what happened. 10 years of doing this dance, he couldn't make a commitment. I wasn't committed to myself, which was I wanted to be in a committed relationship with somebody who couldn't make a commitment. We were an energetic match to do a 10 year dance of, I wanna be in a commitment. I, I'm not committed to myself. We were a match, do you see the match? Mm -hmm. We were a perfect match to not match up. If I was committed to myself, I would never have been with somebody who couldn't make a commitment and that would never have match, happened. And I would have met somebody immediately who could make a commitment and I would have been in a committed relationship. You wanna manifest fast, you have to be clear, decisive, and hold the energy for what it is that you want, which means that you would never be in a relationship with somebody that can't make a commitment, but he has so much potential. On paper, he's so, we're, we have so much fun together, but, but his family's so amazing, really? He can't make a commitment and you want a committed relationship. Uh, well, I'm gonna give it until like a little bit longer, 10 years later. Mm -hmm. You get my drift? Mm -hmm. Okay. So people that wanna make $10,000 and they're not making any, they're not getting any clients. Do you have support? 
Yes. Do you show up for everything? Well, not really. Do you have an offer? I don't really make offers. What? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't really make offers. Okay. You want to make $10,000, you don't make any offers? Yeah, no, I don't really make an offer. How do you? Yeah. So there's always a break in, you can see it in two seconds when you're clear, decisive, and you have to be radically honest with yourself. And when you're really honest and you, you become a complete match for the thing that it is that you are manifesting and you'll, you'll sync up with it because the world, your universe will rearrange itself for the thing that it is that you're, that you're desiring when you're a match for it, it will match with you. Does that make sense? It does. And I think perhaps that is why when you show up for our mastermind and then you start to share things that you're doing, everyone gets quiet and pays attention. And I, from my experience, for me, that comes because I know you're doing the work. You're doing the work for yourself that is needed underneath the work that you're talking about. <laughs> so um, when I'm manifesting the villa in Italy, the should and shouldn'ts I'm bringing with me is I'm, I'm not sure I'm actually worthy of that kind of lifestyle. So I've got to bring that shouldn't and catch it in the manifestation and do all of the other work around. I am worthy. It's just because someone else told me I wasn't. And I don't know why I'm believing that because it's total BS. So doing the work and the healing underneath in order for the manifestation to energetically match. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so that, you know, it's like going into the deeper la layers of, and the levels of like, okay, well, what is this? So then what is that all about? Right. Cause there is, you know, where we are just these frequencies of energy. Right. So like, there's this, like, not enough, right? Like this not enoughness. And so we're going to manifest more not enoughness, not enough clients, not enough time, not enough money, not enough food, not enough exercise, not enough friends, not enough attention, not enough. And so we're just going to keep manifesting. And it's like, see, yeah. Oof, I was right. Yeah. Not because enough. that's kind of what we're sort of, you know, we, we look for evidence and then we have this filtration system that's going to sort of and sort of give us the proof and the evidence. And so when we can move to the next frequency, which is enough and then more than enough and then limitless. And so we, it's, it's the willingness to really show up and do the work and to recognize like, wait a second, what am I what, what am I, what is the filter in which I'm looking at? You know, am I, what am, what am I, how am I seeing this? So when people will say things like, well, that really triggered me, you know, that really bothered me, that really triggered me. It's such an opportunity to look at it and say, you know, like, well, why is that? You know, is there something here? Because usually when we're triggered by something, it's that person triggered me, that thing triggered me. And it's like, but what is that showing me? reflecting within me that I can look at and see as an opening, as a gateway, as a pathway that I can actually elevate and move to a higher level, higher ground. I can swim in deeper water, 
Mm. I can hold my breath longer. I can expand and see further and higher and more, hold more. And um, so it's actually, I, you know, I see agitating as actually, I mean, not abuse. We're not talking about abuse, but we're just talking about when a post, you know, when I had a girlfriend say to me, you know, why do you post about money? Like, it's kind of inappropriate, you know, like there are people struggling. Why would you post about, you know, a 50K month or a 70K launch or it's like tacky? I said, you know, that's one perspective and I get that. But what if somebody were about to quit? What if somebody were about to pack it in? What if somebody were about to say, it's never gonna happen for me? And I go, well, wait a minute. That was me a few months ago, but I kept going. I'm 58 years old. I don't know tech. I don't know shit, right? Like I showed up and I kept going. Don't quit. Keep going. And they go, oh my God, I've been following you. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to quit. And why? Because I made a post about money. Why should there be shame about money? Why? Mm. She's like, oh, mm -hmm. I didn't think about it that way. And I'm like, okay, so what about if when you see a post like that, you think about what did it take for that person to create that? What did they do? What did they, what did, what fear did they go through? What, what did they bust through? What did they show up and do that was hard for them and scary for them? And they did it anyway. What about the celebration upon the celebration, upon the celebration, upon the celebration that raises the vibration of the collective that creates more celebration. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, that's someone's me. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I should be celebrating you when I see those posts. I'm like, what do you know? Amazing, the power of Elise Craft's content and more specifically, the power of Elise Craft, period. Mm. Um, you both talked about it. You know that I love talking about the energy perspective, um, in uh, in particular, how that relates to the manifesting. In the example that you used, you obviously talked about you and another uh, human, and that um, we're talking about objects or money or any of these kind of things. So, what is the energetic relationship there? I know that it's something that you've you've talked about. We talked about before. Can you tell us a bit more about that? People who are kind of again got one ear open to it but you know not fully awake to this idea of the energy and how important that is to to i would say probably that's that on that vibrational level the frequency as you said when you can create that match that's the real magic that makes the manifest happen and happen quicker so for anyone who's kind of doesn't really get that bit yet can you tell so us a bit about what you've specifically, learned that? specifically about money it can be about anything. I mean, just not, a, not another human, not another person like you're okay. a loving person. So, so I'll give you an example about like, I, I live in a house that has another unit and I wanted to, I wanted to manifest a guest to come and rent the, the house. And I, I had all these conflicting feelings about like, I was, I was on the road, I was, a, I was a digital nomad for months, for like eight, nine months, and I was moving back. And when I told my family, they were like, oh, it's so great, you're getting the house back, we could do parties, and we could all be there. And I was like, 
no, in my mind, no, I actually want to like rent it because it rents for like a lot. And this is really great income. And I had that feeling, I'm going to let them down. They're going to be disappointed if I rent it. And, you know, oh, this isn't good. This is, this is not good. It's going to be really hard for me to manifest. It's, pro it's probably not going to rent now. Like all this conflict, all this conflict inside, all this conflict. And I moved home and I had to do a lot of work in the house. And it's just like all this conflict is happening. All this confusion, all this conflict, confusion, chaos, it, not good for manifesting at all. And my girlfriend was over and we're in the casita, this, the other, the guest house. And I'm talking to her and I said, I got to tell you something. She's like, what? And I said, what I really want is I want to rent the front house and I want to redo the casita and I want to stay in here. I want to live in here. She's like, okay. And I said, but the problem is I feel like I'm going to let my family down. And she's like, why? And I go, because they want to all come and party and hang out and do all this. She's like, all right. So like, so you won't do that. Like, can you do it at your mom's house? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay. Do you think that your family wants you to be happy? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, so uh, what would you do about this? And I'm like, I guess I would just tell you, tell my mom, like, I'm going to rent the front house and like, she'll be fine. Like I'm making all this up in my head and all this drama in my head. And I'm like, okay, got it. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to rent the front house and I'm going to be in the casita and I'm going to, and this is, and I'm like, totally redid the whole thing. Like in, this was maybe a four minute conversation. I'm like, done, done, done. I got it not five minutes go ping. I look at my phone. I'm like, when Airbnb pings, it's a different sound. I'm like, doll, you're not going to believe this. She goes, what? I look at my phone. I'm like, it's a $30,000 offer on Airbnb for the house. She goes, what? I'm like, yeah, look, and I hand her the phone. She goes, no. I'm like, yeah. She goes, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah. Now that one actually didn't come through. A second one came through for less money, which was a better offer. It just the way that it worked out. So I had two solid offers. I went with the second one that ended up to be a shorter, shorter rental. But because I got, but I was blocking the manifestation because of my emotions, because of my, now would those have come through anyway? Maybe they would have come through anyway, but my angst, my, my vibe, my, all of my, the timing of it was like, ding, uh, I'm like, you're not going to believe this. And it's almost laughable. And, you know, it's, I talk about, we, my daughter and I, we talk about it all the time. And what she'll say is hashtag blessing received. It's the belief in the knowing that it's already done. This is really important. This is really important. Everything that we want already exists. Everything that we want already exists. The, the villa that Teresa wants, it already exists. If it doesn't exist, the building materials and supplies, they already exist. The clients that people want, they already, they're not amoebas. 
they are alive, they exist. They're already thinking or are about to think about what about coming into coaching or buying a program or buying a service or, or whatever it is. Everything already exists. It's a matter of lining up with that particular client, your service or you as the practitioner or your property, if you're a realtor, that client and your property being a match, you showing up and offering it consistently and concisely and doing it in a way that turns that person on and you being the kind of salesperson or you being the kind of coach or mentor or you being the, 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 the company that has the products that are consistent, it all already exists. In the future state, it already, already exists. Show up, show up. That's, that's the biggest part of everything is show the freak up for your life, show up for your life with some sense of energy and excitement and enthusiasm and celebration, show up. Okay, note to audience, it's the very first time I've ever heard you filter the, the F word and say freak <laughs> <laughs> instead of the actual, <laughs> which is amazing. And the whole time you were describing your experience with the house, I, I was also thinking of that's exactly what happened with my career. When I went, I don't like what's happening right now. So I need to create what that is. And as soon as I had the thought of what it was going to be, when I describe it to people and they ask me, how did you know? I'm like, I felt it entirely in my body. I just knew. And I also knew I could do it. I knew it was there. I knew I didn't need a website and business cards and this and that, although yes, those things would probably fall into place. I knew I could just decide in this moment to do it and people would hire me. And so I decided to do it and did all of the logistical things that needed to be done, like quitting my current job. <laughs> that was a necessary thing to do. Tell my family. So I did that first. Like I decided and I sketched it out. When you talk about clarity, I went, oh, this is exactly what it looks like. And I sketched it out on paper and I saw it and I went, yeah, that looks fantastic. Then I texted my husband and said, I'd like to take you out for dinner because I have some big news. <laughs> and I told him and my son that evening and they were both like, oh, it's about damn time. <laughs> and then the waitress came over right after I finished telling them, she's like, it looks like something incredible is happening here right now. What's going on. And so shared with them, with her, what was going on. She's like, let me bring you dessert on me. <laughs> and I was like, yes, please chocolate cake. If you have it. <laughs> and every moment after that was so easy to make a decision on was so easy to have happen the worry and concern about will there be a client never really sort of occurred. So when other entrepreneurs or thinking about being entrepreneurs or coaches ask me about what's your genesis story and I tell them, they're like, I don't have that. And I'm like, well, maybe you haven't landed on the clarity yet of what it is. Because as soon as you're like, yes, hell yes, that's exactly what it is you will experience that full body knowing of what it is. It's the only way I can describe it. So to hear you also describe it in the same way, I was like, that's what that was. That was my moment. I had one very clearly. That's magic. That's your magic. Oh, 
people have a story like that about something. Mm -hmm. And what I find in the entrepreneur space oftentimes is like, well, you know what? I need my website and then I need my course to be done. And then as soon as I'm done, it's like, you don't need any of that. You do not, it's, those are all nice to haves. And I, I now have all of those things, multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars later, I've just passed the $500,000 mark and I will hit my million dollars. And we all will, we all will. It's all available to all of us. Money is limitless. It's replaceable. It's all there. You don't need any of that. I didn't have a calendar or a website or anything. I didn't have a freaking thing, nothing. Because when you know, you know, you know, I figured it out. There were messy things. It was like, oh, I'm sorry, the link doesn't work. Hang on a second. Oh, the Zoom link, sorry. You know, like, but I will, what I will deliver on what it is that I tell you I'm going to deliver on. And that is a non-negotiable and it will happen. And so all the other stuff, it's just stuff that all that stuff doesn't matter. So you had, that is exactly right. You knew it's the deep knowing. And then you told somebody else and you were witnessed. That's huge. The witnessing is huge. It's so huge. The clarity, the truth, the witnessing, the decisiveness, huge. Visualization is another thing that's really, really huge in manifesting. And, um, you know, I think Mel Robbins describes it the best, and it would be great to drop it in the show notes. The, what I shared with everybody in, um, in our group. And um, it's a practice that now, because I do it so often, I, I just do it naturally in the morning. And I see myself in a future state of now. And mm -hmm. I watch myself in a future state of now. And I work with my clients on a future state of now. And we talk about a future state of now. And I plan my business in a future state of now. And so the future state of now, I can call it into now, much faster because I live my life as though, do I see myself in a future state of now making, you know, videos on Facebook forever? Like, of course not. So like, if I don't see myself doing videos on Facebook forever, then what is the steps of like disconnecting from that? And like, so what, what is that journey? You know? So like, I'm, I'm talking to my few, I'm like sitting at a CEO desk conference room with my future state of now and having bigger conversations, just like if I was at corporate with a, with the team, because as a solopreneur, like you've got to be doing that, right? You've got to be taking yourself to your next level. And we all have the ability to do that. And that's why, you know, being with other people, either in our mastermind, a paid mastermind, like really being deeply invested is a great way to manifest your life, your life, your business, your relationships, love, your body, everything, your health, all the things, money. It, 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 it's not just one thing. It's all the things, all the things. Beautiful. Let me just add a quick caveat before Teresa jumps in with our uh, closing question. So one thing I was told a long time ago, obviously, we're talking about manifesting for ourselves. Um, there's the question of whether you can manifest for someone else. That's something about a different topic. But then this truth, I was told that if one person is manifesting something, it's powerful. But you get one another person, two people, three, they get more, multiple people manifesting the same thing. It like sends the energy level sky high something happened and it's just so much more likely to happen. For example, last year or two years ago when whatever COVID was doing, we couldn't, 
uh, we were looking to try and buy a house. It was a really awkward time. Everyone was doing the opposite thing. We thought, well, no, this is a good opportunity. There's a small window here. They've reduced some of the taxes and all this kind of stuff to incentivize people. We both were looking for ages. We just visualized the kind of place we wanted to. We, we viewed one house. This is this house I'm sat in now. There's the one thing we walked in, we looked at it, we saw the garden and we said, yeah, made the offer the next day, got it accepted like two days later in like a really long uh, drawn out process. We just did it like <laughs> straight away. And that's wow. the power of yeah, m- multiple people manifesting the same thing at the same time. Wow. <clears throat> I, I, I have full body I've got, it, I've got it too, yeah. <laughs> We've all got it. We're all manifesting it. <laughs> that's right. <amazing. laughs> okay. Oh, man. So when we, when we bring our conversation to a close, Elise, we, we want to be able to invite, encourage, spark, action in our in our listeners to be able to say okay all of that is great where do I start so is there a what's the nugget the practical nugget of where can where do you recommend people start I think you know really just getting honest and clear about what it is that you really desire for yourself and write it down, write it in your phone notes. You know, I mean, come into Messenger and LinkedIn and tell me what it is. What do you really want? Tell one other person, tell your best friend. Mm-hmm. To write it in this, write it when you see this post, write it and tell somebody. You have such a, it's a I think, what did we learn Jason taught us? That you it goes up 65% when you tell somebody else what it is that you desire. And it goes up over 90% when you actually have somebody supporting you in what it is that you want for your life. So this is your life. This is our life. And this consciousness, this is our life. And there's nothing more valuable. You are worth it. Listen, everybody's got something that they're working through or working on or or getting past. And looking forward, you know, look forward, put more emphasis towards going forward than looking backwards. So make a decision. What is it that you desire? Ask yourself that question. What do I desire? When you're in a pickle, ask yourself, what do I desire here? What is the outcome that I desire here? And put your focus. Energy goes where we focus. That's where it's going to flow. Where do you focus? What do you desire? What is the outcome that you desire? What do you desire? Focus on what you desire and then put your actions towards that. Start there ask yourself, know that you're worth it. You're worth having what it is that you desire. Come my, the five day manifestation course, it's free. Mm-hmm. You can take that absolutely free. Take that. Yeah. Beautiful. Because really people are going to go, okay, that sounds great. I'll take your five day manifestation. Or how can people get in touch with you for more, perhaps yeah. your one-on-one guidance? Yeah. On my website, everything's on my website. Yeah, I have a website. Elise, Elise Craft. Elise That's the website. <laughs> well, growing up, I got a website. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for like, like everything. Not just this conversation, but like all the conversations and 
opening up and sharing all of that goodness with our audience. It's not even like you opened up. This is just kind of the regular. This is how you show up anyways. It's not like you withhold things for certain people and for other people, you're like, here, I'll give it to you, but not to you. This is just how you show up consistently. So the encouragement for others to start following you is that you'll get this goodness, this wholeness, this realness, this rawness every single time. It's not reserved for only certain people. Mm, thank you so much. I love you both. Don't go anywhere. Rapid fire Q and A coming right up. So Q Q theme song. <laughs> rapid fire Q and A is just a little bit of fun. Five questions. Your rapid answer. Are you ready? I'm ready. Which emotion catches you off guard most often? Anger. And what do you do to regulate the emotion in the moment? Cry. Hmm. Your best friend is having a meltdown. What do you do? <laughs> Love her. I, I just want to interject. I visualize Cher in Moonstruck when she slaps Nicolas Cage and goes, snap out of it. <laughs> That's a lot of times what I want to do when people are having a meltdown, but it's not always effective. All right. <laughs> Number four, what's, what's next in your personal evolution? Falling in love. Hmm. And in this moment, what are you most grateful or hopeful for? Uh, that, my, um, that my loved one gets well. That's what I'm hopeful for. And I'm grateful for the life that I have and the family that I was born into. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you once again. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for sharing a little bit more of, of who you really are and why we love you so much. And yeah, to echo what Teresa said, this, this is what you get every time, you know, if anything, this was a light version, you know, it, it's much better than that, you know, when it's one to one, trust me. So, you know, definitely check this out. Check out the new website as well. It's awesome. Thank you so much for this, for being part of our uh, alumni group and for all the love, goodness that you share throughout the world. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of TNT. Please share, subscribe, rate and review. And when you're ready for your personal evolution, check out Reese at trueselfcoaching.com. And for your emotional intelligence revolution, check out Teresa at iqeqtq.com.